just want to thank the Indigenous people for land. Um, this is Temur and Reezy uh, for another episode of Daiju Bulabong. Um, yeah, those DC guys. So, watching, I was actually on Mango Pod uh, stream because I was just really bored. Oh, really? And I don't know. They, there wasn't really any good takes on it. I mean, honestly, the, nah. the it's just more the double standards, I guess. Yeah, that's all that's really interesting about Legitimately, it. Legitimately, so. you had a good point, though. Like, just, just how well armed the capital, like, DC capital forces are. Like, they're like, they're like a bit more well armed than Australian army overall. <laughs> And somehow they got beaten by a bunch yeah. of dudes of rods. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Because, like, there's the, all the photos of the polit- some bunch of politicians, like, locked in their rooms and shit. Because um, oh. they're all still... Half of them were still in there. So, I'm like, oh, what the fuck's this? <laughs> yeah, and did you see that video where they shot the lady? Yeah. And that's not Roberta Paulson, I know, but they, that's what they're calling her. Um, and... She wasn't even, like, putting anyone in danger. She was outside the door, and then she gets shot. I'm like, what the hell? There's uh, trigger-happy officers there. I mean, yeah, I can understand why cause would get shot, I guess. The dude's obviously panicked. I'm surprised not more of it happened. But, like, yeah. Yeah. it was not a situation where, where she knew, the police needed to fire upon. What also surprised me was why were so is there like some kind of like gun law in DC like you can't carry guns or something? Because how come no one had guns on the protesters' side? Because it's America. That, that I was surprised. Yeah, so that's like, good question. I'm, I'm just sure. very confused. Like surely, yeah. No, it probably isn't allowed. DC it's pretty heavily policed or yeah. legislated. Because remember when the Black Lives Matters protesters nearly got to the White House? Yeah. And yeah. they were literally at, like, tanks. They had, like, a whole military force out there stopping yeah. them. And now they have, like, what? There was, like, I saw those two female cops get, like, locked up in, like, a uh, cupboard or something. Like, and they had, like, oh, no yeah. weapons at all. Like, yeah. They had no protection. I'm just like, so, so Trump basically sent in, like, the reserve reserves for these guys. Or well, not Trump. I don't know who's in charge of these people. Well, the BOM protesters literally got, them the, the, like, the main army against them. Well, that's fine. I don't know. Yeah, this is well. That's racism, pretty. But well, um, yeah. But the thing is, there's two different pro- protests: one yeah. that challenges the system, and one that just like causes a nice little distraction. You know, like true, um, true. I mean, nothing's going to change. They said it themselves. Like Biden said it himself. So no, of course. So that um, talk. It's just interesting with the Australian side. Like, we're covering it, like, as though it was happening to our own country. Um, so it, it makes us look very, even more servile. Uh, it's kind of sad. Yeah, no, that's that's our capital going off as well. <laughs> yeah, well, we were cheering. Yeah, yeah, it is our capital, that's true. Well, we were, like, most Australians actually cheering on what was happening in Hong Kong in 20, 2019. Um well, here it's different, you know, it's quite weird. And I, I just don't, I don't know where, where they're going to go for from here, but I guess it's just what's going, what's going to happen. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I just I just feel like it was just like nothing really too serious. 
um, the people, the water, they just, if at, at best, they just got a bit excited and ran in there and because there was no like trash in the place, barely throwing some papers around, I guess. Uh, no one even was just setting fire or anything, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, um, like they, they had no goal. I, I've said it before. Like the Hong Kongers, they had a goal. Like they, had, they were well directed, well managed. They got in there, put up their colonial flags, got out there, you know, took the photo. Yeah. Very, very professional photo. Very professional. Well, well, you can don't tell if you see like the one of the the dude wearing the deer suit. He was like, that was definitely a selfie kind of shot. Oh, absolutely. They, they got like some Confederate stuff on, but and some American flags. But it wasn't like regime change. It was just like we want to be America, but this yeah. America. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's you can't just taking over like um government building like that. That's not a coup. You can't. You can even. <laughs> Can't change a whole fucking country, at least in all America, by doing like that. Like if they kidnapped Nancy Pelosi or something, that would have been a big thing. But yeah. <sighs> they, they got well, no one. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder where uh, she was. I wonder where the powerful people were because they didn't seem to get locked in their uh, in their offices. They so, went down into the adrenochrome cellars, man. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> so you know they did get into her office. That's. Yeah. I don't know. And then there's like a photo. Of the old dude. Photo of her office in there, which by a guy who then deleted it. So I don't know. Maybe they got in there. I don't know. He, is he going to be like a famous dude soon? That guy? No, because he just he well no because people you can have a, a, a tweet get a million fucking likes and you never get any new followers out of it. It's just a viral tweet, you know. Yeah, true. But that's pretty. Yeah, it's, people probably forget about this happened. Like, it's so crazy, out of the mind, that the world's most powerful country, or theoretically, and richest country, just had their legislature basically raided for, like, a day. Um, yeah. If you told, told anyone that happened, that would happen, that, well, this didn't happen. Um, it, it's like, you know, there, there's been Cooper pants. Like, um, you know, what's his name? Um, they tried to coup uh, Roosevelt back in the 40s or 30s, I think. Okay. Uh, you know, you know what's his name? Uh, they got a general from the Marines. I can't remember. Um, Spedley Butler, and he he kind of went went against them and sort of exposed the plot. And oh, right, was yeah, doing too much okay, social democrat yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it um. I guess that was a problem too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that that was like a um a conspiracy of powerful people. Whereas. Yeah. Doesn't look like any. No, no one gives a shit about Trump. Yeah. No one outside I mean, of. He has such a strong follower base. Like, he still has a career after this, and he can just say whatever shit he wants. People will listen. Um, I've just come to realize people are fucking stupid, and like, including me. Um, I'm pretty dumb. Like, I just believe shit sometimes. That's probably not true. Well. Um, You look at, um, I don't know, it's all very depressing the last few months of news. Um, I mean, if you talk about US, they just have so many people that are on the verge of homelessness and starvation, and they're still going on with this crap. Um, I mean, there, there has to be some change coming soon. Or somehow they just, it's sort of like uniting, like, I don't want to put like George Orwell in, but 94, 84, where like they keep people sort of at that level where it's, 
bad, but not bad enough that people would just start yeah. rising up and doing crazy shit. Yeah, the question is like, how much shit can the American people take? But um, I think there's the the there's just enough rich people or middle class people to um to manage all those poor people to pay the taxes to have. I know that you wonder maybe the, the American people will just not take any more and they rise up or whatever. But then the the security state's just even more powerful as ever as well. I mean, so, yeah, they feel they're pretty confident. I mean, look at that uh, ninety million dollar bill. They put three hundred million dollars in foreign policy, like you know, on Tibet, China, Hong Kong, and stuff. Yeah. So they're, uh, they're yeah. confident that they can do it. I, I guess you know, it's like it's like in Dungeons and Dragons. Have you played that game before? Oh, actually, no, I haven't. It's like you, you can have you a stat. Idea. You just max yeah. out charisma. You don't max out anything, and you play a card. <laughs> you just keep going like, like it's stupid. You just keeps tricking people. And like just finessing them non-stop like the guy uh, like you literally go off the guys like yo man kill yourself but you're like so charismatic you just have much so much like propaganda shit yo and you roll like a 20 and he just like kills himself some shit and you're like whoa it's like that it's, it's just like that you just yeah, all max was, out all your points on propaganda yeah <laughs> no you're right if 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 america continue to churn out the propaganda to convince everyone that um to stay in their place or whatever it might well, you might have another 20 years of this shit. Yeah. I um, mean, it's a gradual fall. And it's very sad that a lot of people are suffering and they don't even know it themselves. Like, they think, you know, the third world is even worse or the second world or whatever they think it is. You know, they're like, oh, these people, they're having it worse. But it's not. <laughs> this, I don't know. Maybe I'm having a very poor vision of America because I'm in some leftist sphere where I don't really I, see what's. But yeah. That That is certainly true um well i think we probably get a uh pretty more accurate view than than i guess right. most people who just get it from tv or whatever or fucking movies yeah. if you get it from um, tv you're everyone's living middle class lives <laughs> yeah like just say there is like a hundred million people fucking in like living pretty rough lives um it still leaves 200 million middle management to fucking to suppress that as well. So yeah, that's you know, they say the they say the middle class in America is falling out of its ass. So um, maybe this will be the thing that wakes the middle class up. I don't know. Yeah, because like you still have people like going for the newest, you know, um, games and shit. You know, you got those people. So there's some people, you know, they can there's still be entertainment value. Yeah, like, and my my face uh, Instagram. You know, you're looking around, and there's still like lots of people partying on boats, um, going on holidays, all that sort of shit. You know, um, it's a huge country. Yeah, still a lot of rich people there, and they've got enough money to pay for gated communities to keep themselves going. Yeah, it's I I don't know, but um, in the other news, there's like uh, so there's there's like in, in Australia, um. I don't know if you've seen that stuff where, like, you got literal, like, I don't know why there's a lot of Australian people really invested in American elections, like Josh Christensen. He's been trending a lot with his uh, weird uh, election denial theories. We have a lot of weird people that do that. I, I just want to know why. Yeah. yeah, well, Trump is, like, while he's one of the most unpopular politicians in the world, 
is also one of the most popular. And it's weird that guys like George Christensen, maybe like a lot of your politicians with electorates in the outer suburbs of the major cities, jumping onto that. It's like an online thing, you know. I, I just you wonder how many of them have bought into it themselves and how many of them are just doing it for clicks. Does a politician want clicks? <laughs> I, guess I think he believes it. Like, he, unless he actually gets it, like, is Townsville really that pro-Trump that he actually gets like a positive reaction by? He, he couldn't possibly. Yeah. I've never been to Townsville. Like, you probably know it better than me. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just. What is in Townsville? It's like a town. It's like town. It's like town means town, and Ville means like town. So it's like town, town. Yeah, it's very creative. Um, I was probably named after some British dude. It's like a military base. There's British a, New Townsville. There's like a couple that. of bases up there, and there's like agriculture. It's just a country town. It's not it's barely a. You couldn't call it a city, surely. Oh really? Uh, yeah, it's uh, named after. Uh, I think uh, it was settled by a guy called Robert Towns. So it's Townsville. Oh, why don't oh. That's bloody boring. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. What is this crap? Yeah. I know it's a mining yeah. town, so... Hmm. I guess... Um, well, well, the interesting thing is is Trump is actually... He's held this weird fan base. you got your felon gone guys in Australia and around the world, and they're fucking just jump, fully jumped on board. you got your Japanese fascists having their little marches, I guess. <laughs> I don't yeah, know what's what? happening, happening in Taiwan. And Taiwan was like, a lot of them were like, oh, no, we need Trump. Like, uh, but you see, so it, it's very weird. So you had both parties in a way. They had their supporters, the bottom base supporters were like, we support Trump. Then you got the top base were like, no, 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 we support democracy. So it's like, it, yeah, it's very odd. It's been very, uh, very good time for hypocrites. <laughs> There's like some China, like pro, like China people, like, um, there's that guy called Thomas McGregor. Have you seen that guy around? He's so weird. Possibly. Why was he? Uh, I think he's Trump. Yeah, yeah. And he's like really MAGA. Like he recruits the most MAGA stuff. Like literally like racial migration stuff. And he's like half Indian, this guy. It's just like, whoa, what's going on? But he works with CGTN. Anyway, oh, CGTN's really? trash. But, you know. Yeah. You know, they have trash people. Trash news, trash everything. They're definitely the worst government department in um in China. <laughs> anywhere, yeah, anywhere the communications department. They just have fucking sex pads and trash in there. There's only like five good people in all of Chinese. It does seem to need a bit of a clean up. Uh-huh. Yeah, fucking loose. It's like that new article they posted at the fucking uh Uyghur re-education, no sterilization. What the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, I read the article and it seemed to make a lot of sense to me, but it it looked it's like so it'd been written. Yeah. yeah, it looked like it'd been written in Chinese first and then just spat out by um, Twitter Translate. No, that's exactly so what that's, it's been done. China Daily, that's how, because I, I used to, you know, do, do stuff for them. So what they do is they basically, um, they'll give it to a copy editor or a sub editor. They'll give you 10 articles to edit. And the thing is the translator, because they want it, they want there's a certain quota in the Chinese departments where they have to have Chinese employees and the right. Chinese translators. And these translators are usually people who failed at like every class in Australia and got like a D minus, but somehow got passed because they paid someone. And they come back to China, 
And the dad's like, well, you're a fail son, so you can fail at editing this fucking paper and translate yeah. this Chinese to English. And they translate it into, like, basically they just Google translated it because they can't, they can't even give a fuck. They got, like, paid 500 bucks a month. Then yeah. they give it to an editor. But the thing is, half the people I worked with in that editing department, they literally hated China. So if it's an article that's going to make China look good, they would edit it poor on purpose. Right, okay. Yeah. So, like, it's so poorly fucking done. Um, like, they, they, they don't even screen who they hire half the time. They're like, oh, I got a degree from a good university. Um, you you got good, good marks. Just come in. And, yeah, it's just fucking done. <laughs> well, yeah. 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 Okay. I was going to bring a friend on. Uh, he works for Global Times, and he was just talking about the amount of disgusting cunts that work in uh, Global Times as well. Like, there's, you know, foreign editors and shit. they just literally sabotaging it from the inside. And that's why I made that tweet. I was like, yeah, probably one of those fucking specialists. You know, he sabotaged it. And because um, they, no one can really override him. They're like, oh, your article sucks. But I was like, yeah, I'm fuck, fucking American, bro. Yeah. I'm right, American. yeah. It still does seem to be, I guess, a time that you can go to to China and, and get it put into a, a management position just because you're Western, as as yeah. some sort of like way of, of educating the country to learn yes. how to do it. But I guess the last thing we want China is to fucking pick up some of the meteorite. Uh, I'm not, not meteor. Uh, Libs. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the, uh, the structures that happen in America that are obviously. Chinese media could probably have a bit more freedom from government control, but um, I know, yeah, they, they both seem like two bad options, so. Yeah, uh, I don't know, the media in China sucks. Like, we were talking, there was like this, um, have you heard of an uh, academic called uh, Ma Rong? Uh, that's familiar. He's, a, he's, top, he's probably the top sociologist still alive in China. He's a Peking University professor. And oh, okay. he seemed to have picked up some very racist ideas when he started, because he got his um, PhD at uh, Brown University in Harvard. So he studied in America for like over a decade and he came yep. back. So, of course, he's looked highly upon because he has a Western education from like Ivy League. And he's just been posting some very racist shit. He's been like, oh, I think the American system of racial um, harmony is like the right way to go. Oh, and the thing is, this guy's a Hui Chinese Muslim as well. And you can just tell from the way he writes, he's been sort of, he basically only like lived in the Upper West and Manhattan side of America, or like the rich parts. And he thinks like, yeah, yeah things looks fine. Yeah, we should just do the American way, you know, just do what America does. And I'm just like, whoa, like this guy has absolutely no idea of American history or what's happened. And he's just writing crap and trying to like teach his students at Peking University about this. And, I, and that's... That's just one of the reasons I, I really don't have a very positive outlook on um, uh, all Chinese humanities in general because it, it's so poorly done. They just basically have returnees who have no fucking clue what's going on um, teaching shit. Yeah. Yeah, the concern of, of liberalism, uh, well, and it, liberalism looks good if your experiences with it are someone, someone privileged. Mm. <laughs> um, exactly. I was listening to another podcast and they had some uh, reporters for Indian newspapers that had lived in China and just asking them which which they like better. And they're like, oh, you know, if you're rich, 
being in India is way better than China. But if yeah. you're anything else, you'd want to be in China, you know. And and if, if if the people that are writing these opinion pieces in Chinese media are liberal, um, we're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, did you see that? Like, like, dude, Indian people are just bowling. Like, um, you know that uh, Indian guy who lives in his own skyscraper by himself with like his family. Oh right, no, I didn't know about that. But it, so, the, like, he's like this, just this dude. Um, he's got like uh, he's like one of the richest people in India, and he builds yeah. like a um, I think it was like twenty, like twenty seven story house for himself and his family in the middle of like the Indian like CBD. Yeah. Um, um, look him up. It's called um, he's called uh, Ambani A M B A N I, and all around him just slums and he's just living there and he has like a, a building for like. Pools, a building for like I don't know cocaine. What the fuck he does? Yeah, like, right. Like a room for cocaine. It's crazy. And I'm just like, dude, if I was one of the people in the slums down there, like if I knew anything, I would literally just raid his fucking palace. He has three helipads. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> 168 just... car garage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So like rich Indians, well, they're living. Yeah, because it's you know they don't have to hide it like in China's. So Jack Ma, if, he, if he's trying to, you know, acting like a total cunt, he, oh, he's already getting fucked up. But, like, if any rich oh, guy yeah. trying to act like a cunt, he'll get fucked over. But this cunt literally just, you know, does what the fuck he wants because, he, it, you know, he's, they think he's made it, you know. Yeah, there's no rules. I guess uh, that's the, the big thing about the difference between China is it uh, doesn't matter how rich you get, um, you might have that power behind closed doors or somewhere, but... Uh, you, you don't you don't you're not run the show like all these other countries. We well, just do what they say. <laughs> I mean, like, you know the main issue why they went after Jack Ma? Uh, actually, I don't even remember what was it. I, there's it's got to be more than one speech he gave at a um, convention or whatever. Nah, it's basically um, you know Afterpay, yeah, and ZipPay and all that. Yeah. So Jack Ma is making a lot of money on that crap, like from Alipay. Basically, you can yeah. buy like payday loans. And a lot of young people, I think it was like something like one in four young people owed money to Jack Ma. And right. basically, it, instead of becoming a payment app, which was meant, it was mentally meant to be like a scan app, like, you know, Apple Pay. Now yeah. the app's basically a, a payday loan app, which has gi- given him intense, immense power over all that, all those young people, because they all yep. owe him money. So that's why they got Jack Ma in, in the gulags now. And because um, yeah. you're not meant to do that. Imagine if, if Australia did that to like Combank or some shit, like just disappeared. That, that would never happen. <laughs> no, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. It's, I guess uh, Jack was becoming possibly a, um, what's the word, like, compromise in a way like they, they couldn't let him get too powerful unless he yeah. made a deal with the west or something or um just having someone like that that much, that much power was in one place it's too much and the dude looks weird man oh he, yeah he gets probably he was seemed to be quite popular until 12 months ago i think he started um, saying like that weird like anti-labor shit you know yeah didn't he was he the one that came up with the 996 yeah you work nine to nine six days a week 
Like <laughs> that uh, that basically made everyone hate him like right away. <laughs> that sucks. That's so bad. Like and he was like, you gotta hire lots of women and um that probably didn't go well with the dudes. Especially because jobs are so competitive in Australia. And he pay, he pays quite well <laughs> compared to most places. Oh really? Yeah. And um yeah, he's just you know, he's a he's always looks like an alien. If he was a hot dude, maybe people would have been nicer to him. Maybe he's, he should have just he invested. Of, yeah. He's the one that like has his he he has his own uh performances and stuff, right? Yeah, Michael Jackson he's, dance he's not even that good. Like he was good and hot, you know. I would have like give him a give it a plus one, but He's only fifty six. Fuck. Um He looks like E. T. bro. Yeah. He's uh <laughs> Like he's so ugly. I just don't know. Like it, it's like he I don't know. It's like he traded all his good look. Like he, if any attractiveness, all for money. <laughs> yeah. But I even, you know, you have uh, I know what your views are, but the the the, the, the that billionaires exist in China at all um, is something that's debated heavily, and a lot of people who were willing to accept that seem to have uh, put up with a lot of jack stuff until recently, and then the attitudes around them have changed a fair bit. I'm not sure what it's like in China itself. It, it's they, very weird. There's like a there's still a sort of a consumerism money worship kind of um, uh, feel going around the country, basically. A lot of people yeah. really worship money in China. But, it, it, you know, like, it, it really annoys me, but it seems to be going backwards now with the money worship in um, in the country. And they no longer, you know, let that... Uh, it, I'm happy, you know, it's going backwards, but it still feels like there's still a lot of money worship because ever since... Um, in the 80s when I'm opening up, a lot of people were like, oh man, you know, look at America, they're so ahead of us. Money is capital, you know, capital is power. And they're basically, um, but now, you know, with America's downfall, they kind of, it's kind of breaking that apart. And they're sort of, especially with the current, like a lot of China's problems can be reflected. Um, you can see in Australia in the West, um, incredibly high living costs, um, yeah. you know, no, no place to go. Yeah, so uh, people working like nine, 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 nine to nine, six days a week in the IT industry. Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, like that's the thing with this, the worship of money in in China, and it's growing. I guess like bourgeois attitudes. Um, I guess for some people outside of China, it's surprising to see. I mean, not surprising is the word, but. Do you think that that's not what where China wants to follow the path that everyone else has taken? But it seems more and more like it's just taking certain aspects. I'm against billionaires of the West. In general, but the, the whole yeah. idea was they they want um want the country to for, for everyone to increase the living standards. And the idea, main idea, is that they think billions have just increased the living standards by far more than everyone else. And that that at the moment is very incorrect, and a lot of people hate what's going on. But there's also a lot of fucking weirdos who worship these billionaires. I don't know. There's always people that worship billionaires in this country, in, in anywhere in the world. Oh and, yeah, as we've seen plenty of like just because me and you are leftists, I guess, have different attitudes to Elon Musk. To some of my friends who find him quite inspiring. Um, so 
I wonder a young person growing up in some second tier city in China trying to get rich, do they look to Jack and be like, oh, I want to be like that one day or something? Or yeah, I mean, he he does heaps of talks, man. People follow him around and shit. He's like a kind of like an Elon Musk figure, but he's things like he's, his mask is falling off because he said so much dumb shit recently. People really hate him now. Like he, it, it's it's really weird. He's one of the quickest downfalls in popularity I've ever seen, and he's all yeah. done all done by himself, just saying dumb shit every day. <laughs> um, like one thing. Uh, that's I'm happy with China is that they actually people actually starting to care about their welfare and their rights and work, and uh, that is something that's that's something that's a popular movement as well, especially female women's rights. Um, you, you can even see that in the big cities they're they're having a lot of liberalism coming in. I mean, which is also good. I mean, you got double barrel surnames coming in now, which is interesting. Um, got what? Sorry. Double barrel surnames. So oh, you're okay. like. No, you're gonna to have to see a lot of Zhong Wang Zhangs or something, maybe in the 20 years time. Oh wow, that's interesting. <laughs> or just maybe you know they will take the um, the mother's surname instead, one child, and then the other child will take the father's surname. But it, I mean, I mean, now yeah. now that everyone in China um has a full belly and and a, and uh everyone has a decent house, they can start worrying about more uh sort of what do I guess you call middle class issues. attitudes, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, even so, before that, um, my grandma said, Chairman Mao, my grandma really hated Chairman Mao, you know, took all her money. But one thing he did well was given equal rights to women. Um, yeah. You know, you went, you, went, you went from foot binding all the way to basically they were equal um, in, in many more ways within like 10 years' time. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that's not spoken about enough, actually, is that stuff and like, um, just stiff sort of family sort of stuff that Mao did. What he got rid of forced marriage or something or yeah, and he else, you know said women hold up half the sky. Yeah, yeah. That's and, like a classic socialist ideal. Like you couldn't get anything more. Um, and it's very common. Like women's um, liberation. I talk about like you know women's engineers are very common in in um, China, and it, it's not like in Australia where it's very rare that you need to like have. Affirmative action programs going for it. Yeah. So, so it's a really um, exciting time to see those changes carrying out in China. And I think to go back to that, um, was it Global Times or People's Daily article about uh, women in Xinhua, uh, Xinjiang, um, that that when they talk about uh, Uyghur women not being baby makers anymore. I don't know. It's, uh, it's that was their weird attempt at explaining moving from uh, pre-modern social conditions for women. I think there was a good take by uh, Gulna. She's like a Uyghur woman, and she's like, uh, well, in English or Chinese, she wrote it both. Um, she's like, well, you know, she's happy that women are not just child making machines anymore. And she's arguing with people. That you know, we women should always be a men's servant. Um, there, there is a very racist stereotype. Um, in yeah, China, I didn't want to. They they yeah. think that um, you know, we, well, domestic abuse is quite high in, in Xinjiang because uh, quite conservative. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to talk about it because that you know puts in dangerous territory. But that that that's one of the ideas why, if like Xinjiang is an area that needs. Um, uh, equality, but 
you know, I still don't agree with overall what's going on, but, but, you know, I can see where she's coming from with Gornar saying, because, like, um, I have seen quite backwards thinking in relation to how women are treated, especially in uh, Islamic culture as well. Um, it, it's, it, yeah. it, it, it's regional, but yeah, we, we do know that it's, it's, it's a Western stereotype that, uh, I don't know, I guess maybe sort of like uh, uh, Muslims from the, from the uh, Arab Arabian Peninsula treat women as second-class citizens or whatever. Um, but, in Xinjiang, that's kind of... Oh, I grew up in Dainong with... Um, it was quite common to see um, the Uyghur guy beat up his wife in front of the, the other kids while we were playing. And Right. So, I don't know. So, I wonder what the difference is between uh, sort of more urban Uyghur yeah. uh, populations and then your more traditional ones based in more farming. Um, because, you know, the Uyghur people obviously are not a, a monolith. So... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure in things in rural China among Han Chinese or any other minority group is going to be a lot tougher than... Um, but you know who are the biggest hicks, city. like, in China? Man, like, the northeastern Chinese people, bro. Like, they're fucking... Really? Not a wife beater cunts and idiots in that place. So, um, is there... So, that there is, like... Is Seriously, there a different attitude towards, like, either, yeah, redneck or, like, bogan... Yeah, probably Hunan, man. You know, it's like it's like the central area. It's actually where China's like most traditional area is, but it's because there's nothing happening. It's just like farmers, um, so it has a bad rep. Like a lot of people think the people in that area, um, are thieves, uh, poor. It's like the most Han Chinese area, basically. The, the only minority there is pretty much Hui, <laughs> and that's only because they were settled there by Mongolians to to control the Han there. But anyway, um, it, okay. it's fucking weird as like um. I went there. I like. I loved it. The food was so cheap. It was like, uh, you know, bun like bao. Yep. It was one you had for four bao, lamb bao. Ooh. Fucking cheap, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's why. But it, it's very poor. But um, there's a new apple factory there, which has um, increased living standards quite a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it. They don't really have anything going for them but agriculture. That's a problem. And the Yellow River is polluted heavily, which is they're trying to fix at the moment. Uh, but. You know, it's so it, it's so heavy in agriculture. They need to keep using your river, so they don't know what to do. Um, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and then you got like, well, the, the stereotype <laughs> is northern is a, a tall, honest, uh, brash, while southerners are like clever and short and big. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's very stereotyped, you know. You got you got a bit of both everywhere, but. It's quite kind of truish if you do travel from Perth areas. I mean, that's probably where it stem from. But like the north is way taller than the south, but like nearly ten centimeters average. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a diet thing, right? I don't know actually. It, it's just weird. Like you, you travel down to Hong Kong. Um, they're meant to be quite rich, but they're still quite short. Then you go down to like Dongbei, and everyone's like a foot, t- like not like ten centimeters tall, like three three inches taller. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, it's always been like that, dude. Just uh, the, the the Manchu chads, man. The Manchu chads. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they conquered China, man. The Mongol chad. You know, just run around. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, there's are in Australia, right? Um, yeah, of course. Regional stuff and um, 
We always talk about uh, Queensland Hicks. You know, Southeast Queensland's quite urban. <laughs> Not like that at all. Well, sort of, but like, um, like the, out, Brisbane is surrounded by a bunch of country towns that got big as well. Logan and Caboolture, they're all agricultural based. Is Ipswich? Ipswich. Ipswich is like a mining town, so it's a bit different. But all these places you could easily see um, like a cowboy, <laughs> I guess. Well, I thought Caboolture was like in Brisbane. Yeah, That's Caboolture is like, oh. it's, like the, it's, it's, it's considered like the far northern suburb of Brisbane. But maybe 50 years ago, it was like just like an independent town. But so it's been on the train line forever. So, yeah. um, so the train line, you must be in it. Sort of. So, yeah, but that, that's that's why Queensland is so much more conservative, I guess, than uh, even Victoria and Melbourne have their country towns around them. And that's where you meet your more interesting set of people. Yeah, there's um, a lot of, I mean, Melbourne, you've got you multiple can't... Nazi movements coming in. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, even in the inner cellars, man, you got crazies. Um, you got, I mean, we got, we got um, uh, the famous IDF defender in Melbourne, remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Abby. <laughs> those are attitude. Those. Oh, he's like, um, it's like an internationalist uh, fascism as opposed to like. More populist, natural, national yeah. nationalist. I don't. It's. I think he he really only has a lot in common with like a uh, small amount of things in common with like your average suburban uh, idiot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of hard. Like he has a pretty hard market to corner. Like he has. Because um, you, you got to be like pro-Zionist, but also be like really authoritarian. But somehow, you know, you know what I mean. It's like a weird market. You got to. Yeah. But you, so he basically doesn't get the Nazis, of course, because Nazis are anti-Semitic. Um, um, so he, he's left with, like, just conservatives in general. But that's to see. <laughs> I guess that's a pretty big market in general, if you think about it. A just a of, little bit of racism, I guess, goes a long way. So. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people spreading COVID theories these days in Australia. So. Um, yeah, I had a run-in. They uh, Gong, what's the Epoch Times, just really pushing the Trump stuff, and um, I don't know, I was I wasn't trying to debate her because I knew she wasn't going to change her mind, but just like asking her questions about her tweets and stuff, and it just this is very formulaic her replies, and or it looks like she's running off a script. Oh shit! So they've been trained. That's crazy. I, it seems like it. You look at if you look at lots of different uh, journalists, Epoch Times, they all say the same thing. They all post the photos. Uh, I can never tell. Uh, she had a very literally no other photos other than her um, her Twitter profile, um, and it was quite blurry. So it could just as easily be like one person running ten different accounts for all we know. Have you ever met them in real life though? They have crazy. No, I've I've seen them like um, handing out pamphlets. Never in Australia. I saw it in um in Malaysia in Kuala Lumpur once, and then obviously in Hong Kong. Dude, it's so crazy. Like if you um 
spot them, like because they're, they're around the Melbourne, the Chinatown, right outside. And the only Chinese person locks eyes with them, they chase you down the street, basically. And they're like, oh, do you want to be enlightened, basically? And, and you, it's impossible to get rid of them. Yeah, it, it's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, they're crazy people. It's more and more, it's, it's clearly clearly a fucking cult now. It's just, um, especially jumping on board the Trump stuff. That's what really uh, seems to be crossed the line. And I, I think you're finding a lot of uh, liberal Americans who previously were forgiving of, of Falun Gong are now seeing the, the Trump stuff and being like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, did you see? Um, so it was so random. Um, I think someone tweeted on Twitter, and it turned out one of the biggest cooking channels on YouTube was controlled by Falun Gong. Oh, really? It's just so random. Like this guy, you can't tell. He just tells you how to cook like fried rice. And he has like um, two two million plus subscribers. And he turn, then you go on his LinkedIn, and he says like, um, you know, NTD Times and Falun Gong, whatever consultant. And you're like, fuck, ah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they have a massive presence on YouTube. Yeah, they're, they're everywhere, like every genre, even cooking. What is going on? It's scary. That is so scary. Yeah, pretty much. If you find something that's like. Like anti CPC on on like normie internet. Yeah. It's they're 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 usually behind it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's called Taste oh. Show. Taste Show on YouTube. Yeah. Um, it, it looks very innocent. It just looks like um, Americanized Chinese food. <laughs> um, very sad though. I, I I just don't know how. Like, why do they have such a big presence in every kind of industry? What's next? <laughs> they just have that that film crew, I guess, where they can just churn all these shows out. They can have the money to be with the sets and. They're pretty good production values, I have to admit. Falun Gong, you know, they, they're running pretty shit fury. I like, you know, that the whole thing. You know, Falun it means like, far's like magic wheel. That's what it means. Yeah. So they think there's a wheel spinning in your stomach and it keeps you alive. This little Ferris wheel thingy, and oh. it's obviously not true. I mean, that's such shit theory. I could just work it out. It's not true right away. Because, um, and basically, it keeps you alive forever. And uh, if you practice enough chi powers, like Dragon Ball Z chi, um, you can also float in the air. That's but right. the thing is, Falun Gong people, they all pay for air, airplane tickets still. You know, so it's all fucking fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but somehow, seems... they, yeah. Uh, yeah. And this cooking show looks really good, though. Yeah. Some of this food looks incredible. I'm so uh, hungry. It's very high, stand, very high standard quality um, they made. I mean, it's very Americanized Chinese food, but uh, they're very high production quality, you know. Um, I, I, I just don't know what else they have their fingers in. It's very well, scary. Yeah, that's, yeah. I wonder it's, what sort of, like, uh, they have, like, any sports. Jeez, that's um, crazy. I imagine they have sports team. Or, AFL team, rugby team next. You're just buying up, buying up the uh, Los Angeles fucking basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the Kabucha Cultists. That could be the next rugby team. <laughs> yeah. Some fucking cheap powered like rugby players. Fuck. That'd Dude, be cult cool. is crazy. You know that sex cult they had like recently? They captured like the Hollywood people in it. Oh, which 
Not the Epstein one. No, 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 no. That's fucked up as well. Like, Nexum? N-X-I-B-M? So this Italian dude duped a bunch of people to have sex with him. Somehow. And... Like, these people got nothing out of it. And they were branding his name onto their skin. Yeah, okay. And he basically convinced a bunch of really rich, like, billionaire people. And... uh, And I'm just like, how... Like, so there's something about... Cult, cult leaders like it's really crazy and it's very scary yeah yeah they it just seems like there's a lot of people there that uh, are lost and they can get <laughs> convinced to join convinced to join very quickly i, when I was get, i've never really got into cults but i've always been interested by the dudes uh behind um the guy uh that waco the Branch Davidians and stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, um, uh, what's his name? He has a really weird name. Yeah. You're like, um, it's like a, it sounds Jewish, but he's actually not Jewish. He just, like, made it up. Uh, it was like... Uh, David... David Crash. David Crash. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That was also like, really weird. Yeah. He... <laughs> when I looked at the footage of him talking, he just sounds like a completely disgusting sort of dude. <laughs> But um, he yeah, obviously. Like, why had, would people follow him? That's what I mean. Like, well, I, he, people like him, and then all those different cults—they're just really good at finding someone's weak spot, um, and then exploiting that. And then I guess that's what Falun Gong does as well. They see someone who just has that little hole in their life, and they're like, "Oh, we can plug that hole. We can make you feel good, or whatever it is." Um, I mean, one of the bigger. Issues is they actually on um, Australian government boards. Like uh, there's two, there's yeah. two members um, on the Australia China uh, Foundation for Australia China Relations. Yeah. So uh, it's very deep, very deep clause. And there's also some information about certain members of parliament <laughs> that are Chinese that could be also associated with the same. You know. Uh, I mean. We're... Yeah, they've got to have involvement there somewhere, everywhere. So yeah, that is she, that is Lou. She had so many Falun Gong members canvassing for her. Um, it it, it became very suspicious. Uh, you can't put it down. But the fact, why would the Falun Gong, you know, go behind like go behind her so hard to support her? You know. Yeah, I wonder um, what the. <clears throat> It's one thing also what what people in business have their connections there and maybe there's a lot of people uh, involved in Fulong Gong who uh, don't actually believe any of it, kind of like any any church and like just get involved for the, for the power and for the connections and stuff, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you got a really – got a pretty strong media force behind you if you get with them. So, like – yeah. Uh, they're, they're apparently they're now one of the most powerful conservative media um, sources in America now, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> they, Their content is everywhere. Yeah, it was that joke Carl Zahn made. It was like, you know, this is probably one of China's most powerful exports ever. <laughs> it started by some Manchurian hick. <laughs> they just got kicked yeah. out of China, and now he's like some cult leader. Um, I, another part is... Um, it's not even just, you know, these Falun Gong people. Um, There's just in general this, um, well, actually it is probably Falun Gong, but there are are theories. People have told me, allegedly, okay, 
that one of the Turnbull people, one of the family that people in the Turnbull family might be Falun Gong. You know, that's just allegedly, you know. I, I, I'm hearing it from people <laughs> who keep DMing me. I'm thinking they're trying to troll me to get a start a fight, but I'm not sure if it's true. Right. Yeah. That would explain a lot. It would. Um, I mean, a lot of behavior, but... Because that person did tweet a lot of Falun Gong theories, but, you know. <laughs> it would explain the fucking... The, um, <laughs> the unhinged aspect of it, because... Yeah. They just go in so hard and yeah, okay. And BOM, you know, that they, they were treating that fear that BOM is a uh, CCP plot. That's a Falun Gong theory as yeah. well. Uh, that is crazy. Just, you know, just ignore 300 years of oppression. <laughs> well, Falun Gong, Falun Gong media now is pushing the uh, Epoch Times is pushing the, the idea that it was actually Antifa who did all that stuff at um, Capitol Building. Are you serious? Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's what um I had some people in my mentions arguing with this woman about that. So, like, uh, that's completely wild. That's um, it's with it's it, it, it it's equivalent to QAnon sort of stuff. So I'm just wondering now, uh, you think what similarities are there between the QAnon movement and Falun Gong? Apparently, Falun Gong has uh, been promoting a lot of Q- QAnon theories on uh, Facebook. That's why they got banned or something from it. Right. But, uh, it sounds like it. I mean, QAnon um, infiltrated the Prime Minister, remember? He's be- one of his best friends was a QAnon believer. I wonder what would happen if you, if you like, did a... Um, is this QAnon, dude? <laughs> a comment, comment well, ping pong pizza. Yeah. Surely his friends from high school are. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, dude. Like, um, so they, they say they haven't briefed ScoMo on a conspiracy theory, but the thing is, um, it, it just so happened. Um, Tim Stewart, you know, he, he's he's a very close friend of ScoMo for a long time. I'm sure yeah. he would have been like, "Yo, ScoMo, have you heard this theory?" You know, like you tell your best mates about weird shit. You know. Hey, I'm just looking at the Epoch Times website, and I did a search for um, George Soros. There's four articles from uh, December yeah. about that. So yeah. we're, we're talking like full conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um, Dude, it said here that they plan to go to Hawaii together, the QAnon guy in ScoMo. Holy shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... I wonder how that connects to like the church, uh, like Hillsong and all them. What do you call that? Evangelical. There, there'd yeah. be a lot of cross, big crossover between evangelical Christians and these right wing. Yeah, I mean, there be. must be the, the the heads of those churches must be kind of concerned because QAnon. You know, when a cult goes for long enough, it eventually turns into a religion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and today, Trump made that video distancing himself from some of the more violent aspects. And I just wonder how long until the QAnon movement moves past any connection to Donald Trump and it's just like uh, self-perpetuating, I guess. I'm not sure if that's the word. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, no, I, I, I see. But it's... It's just... I don't know. It's a, it's a very scary period of my life and I'm just like... 
there's too many too much weird shit going on as well man like it, you, like you don't even have to be on drugs to notice it's just fucked uh, <laughs> uh, I, it's scary like i wonder where all these weird groups are going to go um I mean, do you think QAnon's dead if trump like once he's gone or no because these people they're so invested in every way they'll just the the movement will just uh just be like, oh yeah, he got he got taken up by the <laughs> he was absorbed by the the deep state, or they finally got to him and they, they compromised or whatever. Um, yeah, dude. Yeah, like, it's 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 moved past on that. I, I've been inside QAnon groups on Facebook. Oh shit, really? What do they like, do? Like, just like oh, they just constantly get angry at news articles. Um, but most, <laughs> nearly every group has like one guy. Who is he's almost like a a, a priest. He's like the alpha he, QAnon guy. <clears throat> yeah, he like he manages the um the zeitgeist for the group, and often they'll have their own books that they've written. So there's so many variants of QAnon now. Like, and I don't know, is, does Q post anymore? I don't think I thought he hadn't posted in ages. Mm, true. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just crazy yeah. because you read up about the Scomo's connections, so. His wife was, and that QAnon guy's wife, were bridesmaids at each other's weddings. And they basically, like, basically used to, like, hang out every day. Like, this is fuck, this is crazy. Like, uh, that's probably why ScoMo, you know, he's, like, not doing anything about all these MPs tweeting weird conspiracy theories about the election. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Maybe ScoMo thinks he's saving well, the world. You never know. If it's just leaving a bunch of his people compromised um, <laughs> by two two whoever's running this shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know. That's yeah. I mean, it's interesting times. You know, you look around the globe. Scotland's trying to get independence now. But um, it feels like everything's a cult. I go on Twitter. Some of the like the K-pop stands. Oh, there there's plenty you. of people on the left. There's plenty of people on the left, especially like that worship like um, left politicians and some of the like. Let's face it, some of the pro-China stuff from <laughs> some of the teenagers on Twitter is pretty. Fuck, that's so crazy. Pretty cult-like, you know. Like, like they, they wouldn't even support sex pests, like sex sex harassers. Just just to yeah, exactly. That's weird, man. Those people like that. You can't criticize China at all, like even constructively. Like, I, I make comments about how much I dislike certain areas of China, and they call me anti-China. It's just like, yeah. what the fuck, dude? Um, get over it. You can't please everyone. So the only um, there's been a lot of people that have tried to try to have a, the perfect balance on, on Twitter with the China stuff, and it's impossible because you're going to piss someone off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like what's his what's his name um pretentious what the david guy he gets he pisses a lot of yeah. people off um i don't, I don't know yeah, why because yeah. he never tweets anything that inflammatory so oh yeah um he talks about power lines and shit bro <laughs> uh i don't know it's oh, yeah, funny say he's there's some really yeah. really nice people on it's, and it's not just china, china twitter there's other other sort of stuff and um Dude, Wombat Twitter has the nicest people by far. Wombat Twitter. Wombat Twitter? Yeah. They're just chill, dude. Just look at Wombats. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, reflective of the animal itself, I guess. Um, it, it, I guess that, that, that's some Twitters that are not very. If you if you look at Muslim Twitter, that shit is very very toxic. Like, it's just a lot of shaming back and forth. Like, right. Yeah. But it's also that's... very com- like comrade comrade camaraderie is all very strong in there as well. Like you go against one, they all attack you. That's... Yeah. Uh, that's the funny thing. Like even like left Twitter is. <laughs> Um, it's kind of like the the big brother protecting his his uh, annoying little brother. Like he's allowed to bully him at home, but don't let him catch anyone at playground bullying him. Then we, everyone, you step in, you know. Like um, leftists will and all, all these like Twitter niches will stick stick by each other. Yeah. As long as there's some, as long as there's an outside enemy, but they also have no problem with turning on each other. <laughs> Dude, it's just like the left sort of just keeps splintering over and over again. It, it's pretty yeah. Um, um, there's so many groups, even in the Chinese Twitter pro side, which is very small already. Um, yeah. Then, then now there's like an anti-China side. It's just weird splinters happening as well. Like, yeah, uh, you got people turning around to be like centrists, like Adam Nee, um, or those people, and. It's interesting to always follow. Like, if there was one that could like, max it all, like map it all out, it'd be very interesting. Yeah, that would be cool, actually. Someone should map out China Twitter. Fuck. Maybe, that, yeah. That could be your job. Someone... <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. We need some weird autistic person that can, yeah. can do all the research and can do the dedicated week. That would <laughs> take so it. much time. Yeah. Um, someone out there will do it. That's when we'll have to. Dude, you know how Alex Rubenstein retweeted out his like one point something million reach in seven days. Oh really? Yeah, I, I had that much in seven days as well. I was like, what? How does it work? Cause he has like ten times more followers. Anyway, maybe I had because I had something that went viral. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Wait, how do you find that out? You go to like analytics and you can like go by seven days and shit. Yeah. Uh, analytics, yeah. yeah. I think I just go on Twitter too much. That's probably why. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I still think my um, uh, my Twitter consumption is still at a, at a pretty safe level, to be honest. It is. You don't tweet that much. And a lot of the stuff you tweet is just like what's happening in real life. Someone quit a job or something? Is that what you were saying? No, I was just tweeting about... Um, the, the Republican politicians quitting bef- two weeks before they get they're leaving anyway. Oh, or Trump's advisors and stuff. That's so weak. Stop, go down the ship. Come on. It's just yeah. like impeaching someone two weeks before they're about to leave anyway. That's so weak. It's so dumb. It's just they're, they're both useless, man. Like I used to actually like AOC. Now she, I'm just like fuck. She doesn't. She's she's become a sellout. Like full on. <sighs> oh yeah. Um. No one should be sticking with that. No uh, radical person with radical political opinions should be, which I guess is us, could be on board with that anymore. Even uh, then, like, if you're just a normal dude, like, even just from a normal, uh, just from even Western countries that have made health care, like, if she does, she's against that. Well, she's not against that. She won't stick out for it. You know what I mean? Like, um, it, it kind of yeah, just stressed the whole point of her. Like, she's only in, in power because she was voted in to try to make some change. <laughs> and she's not doing it's anything. Interesting how quickly 
uh, she was swallowed up into the system. Yeah, uh, like it's barely a year because he was like 2019. A year yeah. That's crazy. Holy. But uh, I am now suspicious. I guess we should have looked into this way earlier. Well, she was um, always, you know, an actor. Because I read somewhere and possibly a lot of the organizing she did beforehand. Um, she was doing stuff with like Bloomberg and like oh, just really? like your average New York Democrats. So I th- she's probably just she's another Obama, really. But I don't. Th- Obama didn't endorse her, didn't, didn't he? Yeah. No, he didn't. But they probably will next time. Uh-huh. Um, what I what I mean is she's like Obama in that she, she puts on this like um, very sellable product. Mm, definitely. Like uh, um, Samira Khan posted the photos of the photo shoot at the wall. It just made everything look so fake. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mental. Uh, it, it is like you don't know who to trust. Um, like it's the same in Australia when you meet a few police and you're like, man, none of them are genuine. Like, I guess that's how you get to the top because you got to stab a lot of people to get even to that position of getting you know, the the by-election. Hundred percent. Yeah. So she probably cut heaps of people down in steps. Like you know, Bernie looks all fair thinking, but he probably did that as well. You know, <laughs> to get to that place. And, oh well, yeah. I mean. Like there, there can still be politicians you like, but you just got to always remember that uh, what's motivating them. Well, no, not what's motivating them. Their, uh, their interests are, are different to ours. True. They're certainly different to mine. I mean, um, unless we we just you know hope for the best, just people cracking their head, just cracking open, going crazy like Chen Wei Hua, calling people lifetime bitches. It's uh, the best we <laughs> hope for nowadays. Um. Yeah, but. Like, if he if if he fucks up <laughs> and does something, just we'll just stop stop thinking he's cool. You know, we're not so emotionally invested in them yeah. that um, you know, yeah. I've I I like people until they do something I don't like. I don't. That's the wildest thing about the Trump stuff is he can do no wrong to his supporters. It's like, yeah, Even when he clearly lies and fucks up. They just they they'll, they'll they'll reshape the world to, to fit. It's like the K-pop stars, man. Like they 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 worship them like gods, deities, and. Oh, yeah, fucking. So, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, probably should wrap up maybe. I'm back. Yeah. Electronic. All right.